What's up, everybody? Back once again, like a renegade master. How is everybody doing? How is everybody feeling? This is recorded on a Friday, and I don't think I'm going to post it until maybe after the weekend. So I said, you know what? Let's just get on and see what happens. Um, there are fights at the weekend. When you're listening to this, they would have already happened. So it doesn't really make too much sense to talk about them or give my opinion. Um, so I just said, you know what? Let's just give it an honorable mention. Um, the thing about the UFC nowadays is I think they do a terrible job of promoting their fighters. Unless the fighters are the ones that are making like the, the big bucks or the ones that have the, the most eyeballs on them where they're able to have them be paid at their entry-level contracts or whatever the case may be. But it's a really strange time. Um, I'll talk in past tense because I think that makes more sense. But the fights that happened at the weekend, Anthony Smith, I don't even know who he's fighting. I just saw it on Instagram before I clicked on here. Um, I, I looked down through the fight card and I don't know anybody. And I am a diehard MMA fan. I don't know. You tell me, is that me being like lazy? I don't know. It's a really, really strange time. Um, I don't know who these fighters are. And I don't think that's my fault. I genuinely don't. I... Uh, <laughs> I don't want this podcast to be a shit on Conor McGregor podcast. That wasn't a fart, by the way. That was my chair. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, I don't want this to be a, a shit on Conor McGregor podcast ever. I don't want to shit on anybody, but I'll, I'll say something positive about the guy. Um, when he was being very very vocal on social media after his last fight he posted i think he tweeted and then maybe i saw it on instagram um you people need me and i thought egotistical he's probably just really down about the fight and he's just venting and then i really sat down and thought thought about it and i was just like yeah we do we need you there's very few others like you. And I'm, hey, I don't like Conor McGregor. I'm not a fan of his. I'm a fan of the sport. And I guess the organization to a certain, uh, to a certain level. But when you talk about the excitement of fights and the excitement of build up to the weekend of fights, I was talking about this with Chuck Liddell. Sorry, I just, I just dropped a name. I just dropped a name, I'm sorry. But I was, I was talking about this with Chuck. I think it was before recording. I said the anticipation back in the day, let's say not even that far back, let's say 2009, 2008, 2009, the anticipation of there being maybe four pay-per-views per year and us not seeing an interview, a pre-fight press conference, the countdown shows, nothing. You just bought the pay-per-view and you watched the live pay-per-view 
as it happened. And in Europe, that was at three o'clock in the morning. That's three o'clock in the morning, Irish time. Now it's four o'clock in the morning, Swiss time. And I just remembered the sheer anticipation. And now back in 2009, there was not a Saturday night where I was not out. So it was a, a, a fun weekend ahead. It was like, you're going to go out with your friends eight o'clock on a Saturday. You went to whatever cool bars you were going to. You find a late bar, you finish at two because that was the law, unfortunately. Bars that close at two. <laughs> I live in Switzerland now, so. But um, I just remember finishing and getting food and then heading back and being back at my apartment with the guys for the pay-per-view that started at, tr at three o'clock in the morning. It was just so intense. You turn it on, the volume was up, everybody was like, had a buzz and, oh man, it was amazing. And obviously now the whole topic for discussion is it, the market is oversaturated and there's fights every weekend and there's like 700 fighters on the, the UFC roster. And, you know, that I just, it, it's a different time. It's a different way to do things. But yeah, the, the only guy I know on the card this weekend is Anthony Smith. And speaking now on Friday, I hope he wins. You listening Monday, Tuesday, whenever this posts, well, no, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's just like, and I'm not going to watch him live. I used to watch him live all the time and not anymore, but getting back to the Connor tweet, he tweeted, you people need me. And I, I, there's a certain level of truth to that because you talk, you talk about all the, the fighters that fought over the last three years, especially t towards the UFC sale when it sold for $4.2 billion. Brock was fighting and winning. John was fighting and winning. Connor was fighting and winning. Ronda was winning. All that stuff was happening and it was still intense and you knew who everybody was. And even the good old days, you could call them three, four years ago. But when I was talking to Chuck, we were talking about the anticipation of how it was back in 2009. And I just, I never forgot that. I never forgot how intense and the anticipation and everything was. It was great. But now I read, I'm not going to read it out now, but I read on Ariel Hawani's pod, um, uh, Instagram, there was a screenshot of this new organization that's coming out, hopefully being launched in 2023, where they have a different structure that's going to create amazing competition for the UFC. Now, I, we don't know who's involved, but... Um, but yeah, you can check that out for yourself. Uh, basically, they're going to have a good financial pay structure for the fighters. They're going to have hopefully a union so that these fighters are not stuck. Like I'm not going to obviously talk about it all now because it's too much. There's a lot of information in there, but a lot of the fighters are crying about signing these contracts that they agreed to, then becoming insanely famous off of this initial contract and wanting more money but you have a contract and the classic example now is sugar sean o'malley and he's doing things the right way i think he's one of the few guys that are doing things the right way so yeah in your spare time go check out that guy sugar sean o'malley amazing guy not a fan at the beginning not a fan in the middle i'm a fan of his now he's doing things right um but I had some questions during the week and I wanted to address the questions. Oh, first of all, honorable mention 
Carlos Condit retired yesterday. I had the pleasure of seeing Carlos Condit fight at UFC 120 in London. He fought Dan Hardy and knocked Dan Hardy out with a vicious left hook. Got him down. Amazing. Um, one of the great guys of the sport. Fought Nick Diaz. I think BJ Penn and just like, just an absolute legend. A war hungry monster of a fighter. Uh, always gave it his all. Blood, sweat and tears in the cage. And honorable mention to Carlos Condit. Huge, huge Carlos Condit fan. Um, I may have reached out to him this week. Would he get back to me? Carlos, if you're listening, you are welcome on to CMA podcast anytime you want, brother. I'd love to talk to Carlos Condit. Let's see if we can make that happen. Not to talk about anything substantial, but just even if I got him on to just say thank you, that would be that would be me happy. But yeah, Carlos is a, a legend of the sport and I, I wish him all the, the, the very best for his retirement. Great guy. Always handles himself with... Um, you know, with with nothing but class in in, uh, in interviews and press conferences and whatever the case may be. So yeah, honorable shout out to that guy. Great guy. Uh, people ask me this week, where do I get my MMA news? How am I so knowledgeable with everything that's going on? Now, I don't want to, I don't want to people to, to to get the wrong idea. I'm not knowledgeable about what's going on. And I don't have this information, like I'm not getting this information from sources inside the industry. I'm a nobody when it comes to this. But I'm listening to guys who have people on the inside. And the key to nowadays is where do you get your information from? Now, I don't, I don't want to go down the route of media and bias and all that kind of stuff. But uh, there's three guys that I listen to and regurgitate on a daily basis when it comes to MMA. Brett Akimoto, Luke Thomas, and Ariel Hawani. The three guys who are unbiased, have absolutely no skin in the game. They are outside, they are independent sourced media. And Ariel is, is, has lost jobs because he has information from the inside. He broke information that he shouldn't have when he did. Um, and it's it's not these UFC-funded media who will tell you who the next biggest guy is and this is what you should know from this guy. No, the three guys that I just mentioned will tell you as it is and they all have podcasts. They are all very active on social media and you can trust that, those guys because... There's no no circumstances where they've given information and it turned out to be complete shit. They're very, very, very good guys. Um, they know their stuff, very articulate, very well-spoken, um, very interesting podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts would have been the Luke Thomas one uh, where he talked to uh, Joshua Fabia, Diego Sanchez's guru coach where he let Joshua go for like an hour and then addressed the podcast on the next podcast where he basically just told, told the world how he felt about it. And, you know, it wasn't clickbait. It wasn't, you know, just controversy for the sake of talking. 
but it was really, really interesting. And yeah, one of my favorite things to look back on, I think I watched that podcast maybe once a month just to get an idea of how to be a podcaster or an interviewer or to talk to guys in the industry. But that, that's where I get my information from. And, you know, I guess it's just stored here and regurgitated here so you can hear it. Um, and the other question I got was, what podcast do I listen to? Now, outside of the MMA world, um, I love the Chris D'Elia podcast, The Fighter and the Kid, uh, Two Bears, One Cave with uh, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Um, Chael Sonnen also would fall under the MMA media side. And there's one other one. Um, uh, I had them written down. I don't want to look at my notes. No, forgot. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I get my, my information from, I guess. Um, I had a guest lined up for today, but he canceled and that's okay. So apologies for the rambling today, but, um, I just decided, you know what, set up and talk and see what happens. And if it's good, I'll post it. If it's not, I won't. Um, I know quite a few people who do podcasts. And I know one guy who does podcasts live. I've had him on here twice, Khalid, in Germany. Um, it's very, very ballsy to do a podcast live. And I don't have the cojones just yet to do a podcast live. He does them on Instagram. Instagram live and then takes the audio and uploads it to the various different platforms. But to do a podcast live, like sometimes I set up here and I'll start recording everything and then I'll get to my intro and I'll fuck up the intro. And I'm like, well, let's start again. And that would happen two or three times a day. But that's okay. It's all about making mistakes. But to do it live, we'll do it live. That Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. To do it live is very ballsy. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll do a live podcast. How would you do? How would you even start that? I don't know. You don't want to mess up. You don't want to say things you don't want to have go out into the world. You don't want to mention names and stories. I think I'll post a, a podcast during the week um, where I almost mention a few names and they may have been edited out for various different reasons. You don't want to get caught, caught in a, I guess, a... a, a a legal battle because you're doing a podcast for fun for your gym and all of a sudden you're in court outing somebody for something they may have said or done who knows uh that's been enough for me today i think 15 minutes on a rambling is good uh guys i need a hard push on subscribers i try to get um more and more subscribers and get more and more views uh, if you would be so kind to share it on your Facebook and just allow people to click in and have a look and see me regurgitate information that I hear from somebody else, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, if you have a product or service or company that you want me to help promote, I will do that for you. I will help you promote your company if you give me your money. 
business 101 right there. We're looking for sponsors. We're looking to get this thing monetized and I want to grow it as best as I possibly can. Again, our search continues at City Martial Arts for a gym space. It is proving to be quite difficult because for gyms, it's not just um, it's not just this whole, you know, COVID cert nonsense that's preventing people from coming in. Uh, we feel that over the winter months that we're going to be prevented from, if let's say we get a space, we will be prevented from having a capacity gym. And that they may, they might say eight people in a specific square metered size, which is not good because then we can't advertise. We'll have eight people training and 22 people unsatisfied that they can't come and train. Dissatisfied? Unsatisfied? I'm losing my English, guys. I need help on this one. Um, but yeah, so the, 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 if we can survive this winter without any bullshit lockdowns, and as long as we get a landlord who's willing to deal with business 2021 in a realistic and flexible manner and not just be the money-hungry piece of shit scumbags that we're kind of seeing these days, um, you know, maybe, maybe small and medium-sized businesses have a chance of survival, you know? The big banks, the big insurance companies, the big investors... They're going nowhere. They're, they're always going to be around. They're always going to have their cash at bank. But for the little guys, the small and medium size businesses, restaurants, gyms, you name it, we're the ones getting fucked. I don't want to turn this into a rant, but that's the reality, guys. So we need to get, uh, we need to get creative. And if we can get creative with a podcast, get it monetized, sky's the limit. So any help would be appreciated. Let me know in the comments. Hey, this is what you can do. Hey, stop doing this. Hey, do this more. Feedback. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Share it to your friends. Tell them to watch me ramble. Appreciate it, guys. That's it for me. I wish you guys, whenever you're listening to this, a very pleasant day, rest of the week and rest of the month. Thank you very much again for listening and we will be in touch. Stay, stay alert for us on Instagram. Follow us on at City Martial Arts. You will also help grow our Instagram, which will help grow our numbers here. And we will survive this goddamn pandemic that has been pushing us down one step every single day further and further. But we will win. We will survive. Take care, guys. Rock and roll.